Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I am Modesto. I am Reed. And we have some exciting news here at It's About Bravo. As you know, Reed has been filling in for a few weeks as a friend of while Zach is away. And Zach and I have come to a mutual decision. Uh, Reed has officially joining the It's About Bravo family as our third co-host. We have seen your DMs. Everybody loves him. We just thought it was the best move moving forward. Reed, what do you got to say? I just have one thing to say. I've always had the juice. And now I got the peach. Okay. (laughs) But all seriousness, all joking aside... Uh, I'm so excited. Thank you for asking me. This has been so much fun. I I can't wait to have Zach back on. So it's three of us. Um, I think we're going to try and get Zach back on next week. So um, more to come. But uh, friend of status, upgraded. I am now holding a mic. (laughs) And unlike Marlo Hampton, it did not take you 11 years. It just (laughs) took you four weeks. And unlike Marlo Hampton, it didn't get taken away from me after saying the word faggot. (laughs) um we're just so excited like zach and i have always had dreams of growing this to like be a massive massive company like we have so many dreams for this and it's a lot when it's two people and reed just came on here and fucking ran with it like you did incredible at the episodes he's done so much behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't know about he's like very tech savvy he used to be a fucking reporter for god's sakes like he just has all of this and it was like the missing piece in alignment to us and Reed is also very OCD and like a schedule crazy person, which is what two crazy Geminis need. Because when you have two Geminis together, it's just like, dun, 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 dun. like we're just trying to fucking do something that never happens. Um, but Zach will be on the next episode. And I think he will be joining us for at least the next two to three episodes. Zach has some exciting news in the career field. We're going to have a message from him at the end of the episode. But have no fear, in a few weeks after Zach leaves us again, he will be back full time. It'll be the three of us doing this. And we're going to hopefully have like more episodes out, more content, not just one a week. Like the Patreon will be getting there. Reed is working on something fucking incredible that when you guys see it, it's going to be so cool. And then we have a lot of stuff cooking, guys. It's This is a really exciting announcement. Yeah, we cooking in here. And I don't think I knew that <laughs> Zach... I don't think I knew that Zach was also a Gemini. So, oh my God. But I'm so you had a look. Gemini's. You had a look of shock in your face. And I was wondering what the shock was out of that long-winded statement well, that I had. When you said two Geminis, I just assumed that meant you and you. Because every Gemini <laughs> has at least two personalities. So actually, I'm, hand, I'm dealing with four Geminis between the two of you here. Um, I'm a Sagittarius, if people didn't know. A Sagittarius, as some call us. And I'm a Virgo <laughs> moon. And so it's the Virgo moon in me. That's like the OCD, like type A, like we're recording a little late uh, on this session and I'm like going crazy about it, but it's okay. We're going to rock. It's going to be a lot of fun um, without getting like way too much away. Uh, the exciting thing that I'm kind of working on is going to involve more like written content that's related to this blog or to this podcast. I said blog because I'm developing a blog. Ta-da, surprise. <laughs> so um, actually when this episode is live, our first blog post will also be live. So I'll be sharing that on social and please like follow it, share it. Um, we're going to hopefully get Zach and Mo in there writing. I think Maddie is interested in writing for us. Um, it's just going to be an extension of the podcast. It's just going to be like all of our stupid, silly little thoughts. If they're related to Bravo, if it's about Bravo, it's going to be on the It's About Bravo blog. So more to come. But yeah, um, I'm super excited to join in this chapter and this new chapter. And um, yeah, 
here I am. I guys, I got a sneak peek of the vlog. It looks this is this some professional shit. This ain't no put a camera. This professional right here. As Nene Leaks once said, this ain't the Oscars. Well, guess what, Mama? It is the Oscars. We it's, we're uh, we're elevating. It's a lot of um. It's very Buzzfeed esque um and very listicle e and uh lots of it relies on a lot of funny tweets. So if you're an umfi on Twitter. And if you tweet funny things about Bravo shows, there's a really good chance I'm going to take it and put it in the blog. So um, just some fun stuff to look forward to. So next time you're tweeting something hilarious about these shows, just think that could be on the It's About Bravo blog. Um, I We're really excited, guys. Like, I've always thought about why don't we have a website yet for this podcast, and the blog is kind of going to be an extension of that and feel like we have a website out there. We're going to keep working on the Patreons for you. We are going to keep working on more content. We really do want to also, like, branch out of just Housewives and talk about more Bravo shows. I know Summer House is coming up soon. Vanderpump Rules is coming up soon. We're both really fucking excited about Vanderpump Rules. Zach also, for the first time, is really excited about Vanderpump Rules. Just like me, we kind of, we all fell off last season. I think the world yeah. fell off. The world fell off I, last season. Let's be I fucking for to, real. I had to stop at the one, what's her name? Raquel? I can't even remember. Raquel, is that James's girl? Yes. Or sweet, what? sweet, sweet, sweet know. girl in person. Okay. I feel like it was like episode three or four. They did like, they had like a Coachella thing. And I was, it was just that I just couldn't tune in after that. It was so boring. Um, but I, that's we were another... texting about it. That's when I fell off to literally that for that same. Episode. I didn't even the finish that episode, episode to yeah. be honest. Um, but you know, my OCD requires that I do watch it in its entirety before the new season. So that is also coming to the blog. I'm going to be writing a post about, um, you know, I'm binging Vanderpump Rules season nine. So the rest of you don't have to is pretty much what <laughs> I'm thinking of writing. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, a lot of new content coming up on the horizon. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, uh, adjacent to that, Southern Hospitality had their um, finale this week. It was episode eight. So short season, first season. I loved it. Uh, Mo, I think you watched it too. I am like, I think I'm on episode, almost the end of episode six. They're just leaving the NASCAR of it oh, all. Okay. Um, I'm okay. on a slow, I'm on a slow workup. I'm really enjoying it. I'm watching it like on the train, on my rides home, or on my lunch breaks. Um, I, I'm loving it. I really hope it gets a season two. It has early Vanderpump Rules energy for me. Maggie, friend to the show, said that we bamboozled her because she thought it was terrible and she only watched because of our opinion. Maggie, you don't have taste. I'm sorry, baby. But that is, it's a good fucking show. There's literally no stakes. There's nothing at stake. Nobody has anything to gain from this show or lose from this show. These kids are paid $50 in a bang energy drink, as I said, via text recently. Like, <laughs> this show is so cheap. Goddamn cheap. And it's it's just good TV. It feels like early VPR, which is what we've all been missing. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt like, too. So they had a little pseudo reunion on Watch What Happens Live Monday night. They only brought on the four cast members that really matter. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll get a season two. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's all but I the way that they ended that but the way they ended the season and the watch what happens live was the bomb the nuke drop that at the last southern charm reunion shep and taylor broke up because shep was dming a girl at republic and it came out that it was mia who else would it be because mia is fucking gorgeous she Gorgina. is absolutely insanely gorgeous so oh, she's a surprised. stunner and as a girl's girl she was like no i'm actually gonna send taylor the dms uh she shared it with leva they shared it with taylor i think that drama is gonna spew over into southern charm next season this show's for sure coming back there's something about the southern charm world regardless of ratings regardless of whatever that bravo really just fucking puts all their money into and like is into so i i do see this show coming back 
The only thing I'm confused about Southern Charm is the Naomi of it all. Like, Naomi not on the show next season confuses me. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, but with that being said, we're going to give you a little... That's my opinion! And I want to talk about the jersey taglines that were just announced today. Reed is on his jersey journey. Uh, see what I did there? Uh, what season are you on? I just finished season two of New Jersey. It was so weird because I don't think I've seen, like, a cast that small before. Like, it's just four of the ladies. It's, that was, uh, I think, Jacqueline, one of the first times. Uh, Caroline and Danielle, because Dina left, like, early on in season two. Um, and so it was just like, uh, Caroline and Danielle on one couch and then Teresa and Jacqueline on the other. It was very tiny, but they did not need more than four people. They were having lots of drama in that reunion. Um, Teresa like tried to attack Danielle. She shoved Andy. Um, it was pretty iconic. I'm excited to start season three. It might be a little bit cause I'm going to take a detour and fight my way through Vanderpump rules, uh, season nine, but um, yeah, I loved it. And I think I'm going to just dive in and watch Jersey's new season when it airs. Um, those taglines honestly looked really good, even though I don't know who the hell most of these women are. <laughs> Let's get to the taglines. Uh, first, we have, we're going to play a little clip for you guys here so you can know the, what the fuck we're talking about. You'll never see how toxic someone is ow, ow! until you breathe fresher air. This Jersey girl has the luck of the Irish <laughs> and nobody's screwing with my pot of gold. I may be over the top. Hi! But I'd rather be bougie than basic. I'm a loyal friend <laughs> and a lethal enemy. I'm too busy running a business to care about yours. Payback's a bitch. What do you think? So start barking. Blood may be thicker than water. Love you. But it's harder to clean when it spills. We have Teresa first with the blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. Lengthy, wordy, a little too wordy. I like it. I like it because with the limited information I have about Jersey. Oh, um, you haven't even met Melissa yet. Like, I think the first episode of Jersey might have been called Blood is Thicker Than Water or something. That was like a theme. And like, yeah, with Caroline Manzo and the whole my family. With thickest thieves. thieves. Caroline, who's off in Morocco right now with our girls, whooping it up. Ah. We'll see so how my, that goes. My pussy's quivering at the thought of like them in Morocco. Just anyways, back to Jersey. Yeah. Um, so that tagline I enjoyed. Um, there was one about like, I'm a loyal friend and a lethal enemy. I really liked that one. Oh, okay. Marge has the best tag. Also Marge, like 12 new faces since she first started. She looks fucking incredible. My queen, my icon, my legend, Marge. Um, Maddie's a Marge stan. I'm also a Marge stan. I just like, She's the only person that I feel like has brought enough new energy into Jersey so it doesn't feel like the family show that it allegedly is. Uh, yeah, Marge's I'm a loyal friend and a lethal enemy. The best tagline. I also love Jennifer's, which is payback's a bitch, so start barking. But there's like a minute in between, like there's a pause between the tagline where she says, do you like it? <laughs> like, does it look good? It's like, it reminds me of Candy in that one with the, I may be small. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm my empire's big. And then no. there's one in oh OC too with uh Emily where she like is in the middle of her tagline and then it just says new hip. It's bizarre. Um who else had a good tagline? The new girls honestly for like being new girls had a good one. Rachel's is I'm too busy running a business to care about yours. It's like that one. Group. No, it's like I whatever. Love that one. It's I absolutely it's good. Love that. 
uh, Danielle, not to be confused with Danielle Staub, because no one can ever be confused with that chaos agent. Uh, Danielle, the new girl, is, I may be over the top, but I'd rather be bougie than basic. I think that's so stupid. Yeah, that one I'm not as fond of. Um, but wow, I am excited to just meet these ladies. Um, I love the business one. Uh, I'm too busy running my own business to whatever the fuck she said. To I care about love- yours. I think I told you this like the first time I came on as a guest like months ago, but um, you know, everyone needs to come up with their own housewives tagline. And I think the best one I've come up with so far for myself, being that my name is Reed, would be um Housewife Twirl. If you can't read the room, I'll read you. That's so good. And it has come to on, be spelled- give me some- <laughs> <laughs> It has to be spelled like your name, like R E I D. I do spell your name the- wrong a lot. Well, you spell everything wrong, though. I would say okay, well, this is true, funny. but I also used to fuck a man named Reed who spelled his name the opposite way of you. Interesting. This I man will we stopped say... hooking up, though, because he threw up on me and he had just eaten a hot Cheetos and it was like oh. all over my body. So that's oh. why I stopped. Oh. That's that's the last Reed that I have. Okay. And had in my Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not me gagging you. Uh, he was literally gagged, though. That's the problem. Okay, Anyways, go into is... what you're saying. <laughs> I think I was just going to say the awkward silence that you left after my housewife twirl tagline just really like brought me down a few pegs. And no, I thought like... it was iconic. <laughs> okay, okay. I was thinking of uh, when Candy and Phaedra are out at Chateau Charest looking at like the construction zone and they're just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was there. Sticks. Um, that's all I have on Jersey, though, guys. It's coming soon. We're going to be fully covering it. Um, we have a lot of fucking content. These three episodes. Yeah, this is a week where we had three, like, stellar episodes. So without further ado, let's get into the Real Housewives of Miami. an hour i'm not gonna waste it with the stupidity michael 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 you know what i'm sorry nicole nicole oh my god are you i'm sorry no 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 it's okay you're so pathetic nicole you're super pathetic i'm sorry talk about a novella moment i was in a novella moment no Rogelio, no, I will You know, everything's just like in a slow motion. Walking Nicole, grab that credit card and bring it over and toss it in slow motion with that fervor as if she was going to get an Olympic gold. And I wanted to die. Answer my question, because I'll keep paying for your time. I'm like horrified. I'm like horrified. I don't know what we're more mad at here. Are we mad that I offered to pay? Or is it the fact that I have a black Amex? Is that what bothers you? That I have a black Amex and you don't? Miami is, nobody's fucking doing it like Miami. We have never in Housewives history, if I'm wrong, DM me and call me the fuck out, but bringing, like literally having a luncheon just for legal advice. Are you fucking for real? Like they literally, that ju- was like let's just so have a scene. funny. That was one of the most chaotic, like, scenes in Housewives history. I was constantly having to rewind it. There was so much shit going on at once. I, it was left, right, and fucking center. The girls are, the girls are bringing it. They are 
fully bringing it. Nicole is absolutely bringing it. Um, I saw, I was looking at tweets earlier about Miami and I just, it's so interesting how different we all can feel about something. Um, I love when my housewives fight. I know I've stated before that Salt Lake feels like it is a little bit too much fighting, but, um, and sometimes not interesting fighting, but with Miami, I saw someone tweet that like, I'm so tired of a fight every time y'all sit down. Like, this is too much. Like, you're trying too hard. And I'm just like, what the fuck do you want from these ladies? Like, they're giving us energy, action. They're giving us all of uh, the housewives, like, the thing that everybody wants. So I'm sorry. I think I just it's ridiculous. I don't understand those viewpoints. I don't understand those viewpoints either because the way... Don't this watch is Housewives. Like, literally do don't want? watch Housewives. Go watch TLC. Um, watch Million Dollar up, Listing. I don't sing. fucking know what that show is about. Besides <laughs> selling houses. But I'm assuming they don't fight. Maddie's gonna be like, no, they fight. No, they 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 do fight. The one game okay, whatever is always fighting. Um, the thing about Miami is that the group is so connected, and there's so much history. Some of these people have known each other ten plus years. That when they sit down, little petty drama turns into big fights because of the history. And then we had a moment, like Nicole said at the end of the episode, where they're fighting, and then you have like them coming together for Lisa. Like everyone's rallying around Lisa, so it's like, yeah, we're fighting, but we still can make up at the end of the day. And anyone thinking differently, you're fucking wrong. Anyways, we start off the episode at the Nicole's engagement. We're still there. Um, I just want to say one thing, and I have to... I feel badly about it, and I'm fighting an uphill battle every time I watch Miami. As an Alexia stan, it's hard. It's really hard out here. I'm looking a fool, because not only am I looking a fool, but Alexia is Alexia also, is in her it's like, giving clown era. It's giving clown, it's not- though. Yeah, I was saying, I wrote this in my notes, like, Alexia is in her villain era. So Alexia was, like, the star of the show last season with her whole drama with her son and with with Peter and everything and, like, her her dead gay ex-husband. Um, oh, man, I thought you were going to say her mom. I was going to be like, Reed. No, I'm not that evil. But, and I also don't remember her mom dying, but that makes sense. Um, But, no, like, I just feel like this season, like, okay, when she was being a villain on the sprinter van with julia that was funny like we were enjoying that was that. funny yeah that was but great like, great tv i also don't think she this, was wrong in that instance but this episode just rubbed me the wrong way it's like so did the last episode lot, it takes a lot for me to side be with rubbed the wrong way but it's like girl she clearly is not dating a married man they've proven it to you and she just takes the the proof the paper she doesn't even look at it she's like i wipe my butt with this um, I mean, also so, when she was like clear before anyone came in and she was clearly just like, yeah, we didn't read the fine print all the way the wrong, like we didn't read to the bottom of the paper. So the man actually is divorced. I was like, girl, you are wrong. Could you just prove you're wrong? Like, can you just say you're wrong? Like she was trying to say yeah. she was wrong, but not apologize. And it was just like, it was so bad. It was bad. Alexia, Alexia, my love. Just like you have to admit when the, when the cards are down, stop giving clown. Also the fact that like the guy was like, <laughs> oh, you're over 50 and you can't read. And then she's like, no, that was an insult, but then didn't read the document. So like, he was right. You didn't read it. Like, and Adriana being fucking campus hell and being like, well, you know, we're our age, our age, our glass, we need glasses. Like the lighting in the room, a lot of, a lot of factors. Adriana will fight with anyone. That is one of her redeeming factors for me. I mean, if that's what we love about Ashley on Potomac, then that's what we have to love about Adriana. Like she, We'll give it to anybody. Um, 
But yeah, I do love at that moment that like after they were all done fighting and Nicole was like, look at us. We were all just like scratching each other's eyes out 30 minutes ago. And now we're all rallying around our friend Lisa, a.k.a. Sally. And Adriana's like, well, since we're being, you know, Alexia, <laughs> are you going to apologize now? And it's like, girl, we're having a nice moment. Let the mouse go for a second, please. I mean, I want to talk about the moment of the episode for me. And it was when Nicole gagged them all because Marisol was like, you can't ask the lawyer these fucking questions. Alexia is paying for him. She went right up to that fucking crocodile exotic Birkin that is over a hundred thousand dollars. Grabbed that black Amex card with no motherfucking limit, put it on the man's lap and said, I'll pay you now. So let's go. I was like, drop mic drop legendary status. She is a doctor. A doctor. I think last week I said her husband was also a doctor. I was corrected. Her husband's a lawyer, right? He's a lawyer. Um, a lawyer. Okay, so I won't get that wrong again. Sorry. But either way, this woman is a doctor. So know your place. I have said for weeks that she's one of my least favorite on Miami. I mean, I've done a complete 180. I think what I forget is that last season, she clocked in at the end when Marisol really started picking on her. And I said this last week, but she's like the JV var- volleyball player that the varsity girls are hazing and they're picking on. And it makes you want to root for her. It makes you uh feel bad for her. And then to see her pull some petty housewives like, top tier level stunts like the mirror mirror situation last episode this episode she ate larsa the fuck up once again um the amex card that you just mentioned i mean she is performing she is acting she's performing she's yeah <laughs> come on jinx monsoon or what it's not jinx it's the other one uh tammy, tammy brown yeah tammy i'm brown. acting ah, i <gasps> use that <laughs> <laughs> i'm acting <laughs> i would like a if anybody could like create um a fucking just like how many times we have used that in it's about bravo history and our whatever how many of our episodes we've had 60 70 something we have we have said that so many times and i'm obsessed with it um larsa's only defense though in nicole's fight was i have dms i have dms I want, girl we all got dms bitch the fuck you talking about Larsa's so fucking annoying. I've acknowledged that she's made me laugh a few times this season. And like, that's true. But I still just continue to hate Larsa. I just feel like she can't take any criticism. She tries to throw it back on you. She goes way below the belt. Um, I loved when Nicole ate her up. Like, just being like, you'd only said that to embarrass me, to hurt my reputation. She's like, no, I didn't know it. Yes, you did. Larsa. What I mean, the fact that they show DMs though, but like, I also wish Nicole would have been like in that moment, been like Larsa, like as soon as she gagged her, been like, you know what, if you are talking about in the moment we and Anthony separated and I did have a legitimate relationship with another resident at the hospital, then sure. I have slept with someone at the hospital, but not everyone at the hospital. So if you're trying to ruin my reputation, but she waited till she got caught in the dms to release that information like oh actually we did separate and i did have a relationship with the doctor it's like girl you should have one up them and like got in front of the story before I they know. showed the dms oh yeah i kind of overlooked that part thanks for reminding me i feel i know like i was watching with gonna... my sister and she did too and i was like no 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 okay i got i clocked to her i got it here that's the thing like okay we're talking about housewives like we get so serious on this podcast these are like real housewives um they're all hypocrites okay they're all hypocrites i think um just the fact that she left that detail out we're gonna talk about the potomac um no the salt lake city reunion part one in a bit um but heather did the same thing there just sort of giving us details that she could have given us on day one and it would have like 
we could have avoided this entire thing. So I don't right, know. Right, but I'm it would have also just made you like the Heather situation, we'll get into that. Fucking hate that. But with Nicole, it's like it would have made you look less dumb. Not that I don't think it made her look dumb because she still one upped all of them and like proved them wrong in that moment. Like, I mean, I, there was so much going on in this. I had to rewind so many times because everybody was just going at it the entire time. It was like Larsa, Marisol, and um, Alexia versus Nicole and the rest of the gang. And it was like, cons- I forgot that Gertie was even there. wasn't there. Oh my God, it just clicked to me. I knew there was like a lack of I kn- someone talking so- too much and being annoying. Yeah, literally. <laughs> With that being said, though, I do want to say Nicole earned her first spot next to Andy at the reunion. So we have the reunion seating, and Gertie is has the last seat, and Adriana, who's a friend of, has a seat before Gertie, which is wild to me. So it's Lisa, Larsa, Alexia, Marisol, Kiki, and then it is Nicole, Julia, Adriana, and Gertie. So the who are the two closest to Andy, Nicole, and... Lisa. Okay, I see that. Um, someone in our chat was complaining about that. But it was me. It was me. I don't think okay, that why Nicole are you mad about that. I think that I know that Larsa and Lisa are besties, but they did start off the season with some conflict. I do believe that Larsa earned that seat next to Andy. She's the reason that there's so much drama and all this stuff is going on. I think even though they are besties or whatever, it should have been Lisa and Larsa next to Andy. It could have been Alexia next to uh, Lisa, then Marisol, then Kiki. And it could have been like, I guess Larsa, or uh, I mean, I guess, because then where would Nicole be, right? I just feel like, yeah, the, t- the the three top earners this season when it comes or to Or it could have been Lisa. Was Lisa, Larsa, and Nicole. So you had to, one of them had to be left out. And um, I think you know Nicole, I, did, Nicole did yeah. better than Larsa. Like, Larsa, yeah, Larsa baited Nicole, but Nicole's the one that sent her a mirror and said, see yourself uninvited to me. Like, that, L- Larsa didn't do anything, like, at that level. And then Lisa is a no-brainer to be one of the two because she's- She has the most going on. At least- the beginning of the season i actually wanted to say i don't really feel like she does have that much going on anymore they really i mean this episode though kind of no oh i was like i was on the edge of my seat i thought this was yeah the the end end was like chilling it was like bone chilling yeah for sure and i wanted to talk about that too but i just feel like lisa carried the first few episodes because it was like fresh and new and then like because naturally there's not a whole lot to update on until more shit happens right kind of like disappeared from she fell the, off. She wasn't. She that's what I said bit. last episode. Like she wasn't going to the events, which I get. She showed up at Nicole's engagement party super late. Like she was still there, but like she's like she's going through a tough time. But I think that it's going to be kind of how we have like the Jen Shaw, the Erica next to Andy, because there's so many questions coming at her because so much stuff has changed since we have last wrapped the show. So I think there's just going to be a ton of questions coming her way. And regardless if she's in the drama or not, you still have, like, Larsa next to who's in the drama. You know, there's still going to be stuff yeah. going on there. And I think they're still going to be able to talk about the beginning of the season, how they ended off so poorly. And even at BravoCon, like, they were still kind of going at it and being like, yeah, we fought all season because of or the beginning of the season. But then it turned around once my divorce came or whatever. I think that, like, let's get into that, the end of the episode. Because there was so much there. Like, I was like, this is, this man's a piece of shit. He's a fucking gaslighter. This is bone chilling. Like, I was like... We shouldn't be watching this type of stuff. That's when you know it's the best. When it's like something that's so family and like so deep that you feel like you shouldn't be watching. I was shook it. He's such a fucking asshole. Um, I hope the worst for him. Honestly, I hope the worst for him too. I literally hope Anything that he else. gets nothing in his life. Like, 
Um, yeah. So the my sister's telling me about the Bravo Docket, which is like a podcast um, that breaks down the legal stuff. Um, and it was basically just saying that Lisa's prenup. So in at the end of the episode, remember he was telling her like, "I'm trying to get you more than what you're." supposed to get which is a million dollars so the prenup says she's supposed to get one million dollars even though their house is valued at over 50 million dollars just a house alone so it's like he's basically saying like i'm doing you a favor by trying to get you more money and you to agree to this and she's like no i'm being advised which he said who's advising you like i'm being advised by a legal team that's telling me because there is two kids involved and our prenup doesn't even mention kids because remember she had the fertility issues for so long in the beginning of she wasn't even supposed to have kids so it's like kids were never mentioned in that now there's two kids in there and it's like all of that prenup shit is going to be nulled like she's still living in the house he's paying her i think ten thousand dollars a month in alimony right now they're not even divorced yet she has not left the house like i just said like that is her home and i he's living in a penthouse somewhere with a girlfriend i think that she's going to get that man for so much money especially showing this stuff now how he's icing her out he wasn't even talking to her when she came in the house that whole scene was fucking crazy to me. The way, I mean, I just can't, I'm still stuck on like a few episodes ago when he asked her for like fruit or something, like after they fought. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it was like peanut butter and spinach. Like he was clearly trying to make a smoothie. <laughs> like, like then go fucking make a smoothie, you dumb fuck. Like you dumb yeah, stupid use, man. Use Instacart, you piece of shit. Like what the fuck is wrong like, with you? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Lisa's getting like all of this legal advice. Like Lenny asked her who's advising you. And I thought it was fucking hilarious how they had the lawyer there. And everyone just kept refer- like she brought up the Harry and Sally situation. And it was like, so if Harry and Sally and the lawyer was like, yeah, I've met them. And then had all the other, that's when they rallied. And that's what I fucking loved. Cause every other woman was like, well, yeah, if Sally has all this jewelry and bags and let's say Harry wants to give it to the next woman. What does Sally do? And Larsa was like, well, if Sally has this house and a trust, how does Sally buy a house in the trust that goes to the children? And then Nicole started asking, everyone started asking questions for Lisa through Sally. And when the fucking editors put a blurred face on Lisa and it said Sally under it, (laughs) I howled. Editors are probably like, that is one of the coolest jobs I think you could ever have. You just get to, have fun, be silly, and play pranks on national television. I It's just fucking hilarious. The, the episode was five, like, literally ten out of ten. Five stars out of five stars. Obsessed with it. We have the cast trip coming soon. This season, like, I don't ever want it to end. Ever. I'm so... I, I'm obsessed. What do we, I mean, how many more episodes do we have? Has Leah Black even appeared yet? Wasn't she supposed to Leah, make an appearance? Yeah, she hasn't appeared yet. I think she just sits down with Lisa. So it's just like a solo scene with Lisa. Speaking of old housewives, that jump scare to Joanna Krumpa. I was like, ooh! <laughs> not, <laughs> not the older Brandy Glanville. No, I miss her. <laughs> I miss her and her sister and Romaine. Uh, what does Romaine look like now, though? You know, like he was hot back then. Up. You look that up. Um, oh, I'm, that's a- I'm looking it up. <laughs> Listen, that's all we got on Miami. Reed will tell you if Romaine is hot or not on <laughs> the Instagram. <laughs> With that being said, let's get into the Real Housewives of Potomac. Fake, phony, a bullshit but the things that she was saying to Sharice and was attack and, of character. And Thank you very and much. it as right. a reason to right. like be not, you know, oh, I'm not friends with her. And I, I don't know about y'all, but I felt that Karen was very mean girl ish. The stuff that well, was that's coming what I said out of her last mouth. Night. Karen, I've always felt that way about you since I've met you. I respect a woman 
that stands up and says, I'm going to speak for my friend. I'm going to defend my friend. I'm cool with that. If you had cut it off there, we'd be fine. But you went deeper. You attacked my integrity. One day people are going to see you for who you are. A bullshitter. And that is what you're not going to do. I didn't attack Yes, you did. You told, okay, I just said I call it like I see it. Look, I am not mean-spirited. I have known for years. I have stood by you. But you take a dig at me every chance you get. No, I so, don't. No, last night was a straw for me, to be honest. You took my friends in this circle and you told them to look out, be careful. She's fake I'm not fake And what is fake is this wedding. We're still in Mexico and Potomac. The ladies are still fucking going at it. Giselle's going to shit her pants at any fucking moment. Potomac delivered on another All-Star episode. This trip has been just like episode after episode it's been great because we've had fights but we've also had like fun moments this episode though was like to me the best of the season i want to start off with giselle's bubble guts those fucking editors do not let <laughs> her up at any chance they get that was the funniest thing this episode in general was the best episode of the entire season oh first of by all. far by far yeah and it got me thinking like some of the mo- some of the best stuff in housewives happens on cast trips which is i think why ultimate girls trip is doing so well like it's just a cast trip i mean obviously it's a combination of casts so that's also an element but like could we just maybe just not film these women in their hometowns should we just send them on a 30-day cruise and that can be the entire like that can be the entire season because that's where i'm finding i'm having fun when they're when they're on trips like people will die. No, people will die. There, there will not be like the stone at Stonewall. People died. Um, I don't. No one will make it out alive. These women do do so well on cast trips, especially because I think that they know that like there's always two cast trips, right? The formula started with New York. New York was the first cast to ever go on a cast trip. They saw how crazy that was. How that started an explosive fight with the Scary Island of it all. The like, holy shit, we should use this formula for every Bravo show. And I will now say that every other reality show also uses that formula. Always a cast trip involved, no matter where they're going. And they know the season usually always will wrap with the la- with the cast trip. So like, holy shit, let's all fucking bring it. Because we're about to wrap the season. We're going to go into reunion. We have to have something to go into reunion with. So let's just bring out all of our craziness. And they, I mean, they did. Karen, Karen bringing out the mess. The Grand Dom. What was the, the SVU that they Grand called it? Grand and Dom. Special Potomac unit. That sent me through the roof. And like the uh, sketch of her. Also, jump which scare. felt like the literal jump scare. It felt like the doodle bob, which I feel like you predicted. It literally looked like the SpongeBob doodle. <laughs> I was like, not a doodle of Karen Huger. That was one of the funniest fucking things. I've, I was howling at my TV, like truly howling. That was so Even fucking funny. When Robin was showing the blue eyes man to everybody but Karen at the table, and she kept being like, "Can I? Can I see? Can I see?" And she's like, "Nope, you don't need to see it." She, and no, you good? Like, you good? Cir- it, it was like circus music playing as they were like <laughs> passing the. The editors of, like, we talk about editing being fun and, you know, funny on any of the Housewives shows. The editors of Potomac deserve, like, an Emmy. Like, it's they deserve, so No, they good. literally deserve an Emmy. Give those people an Emmy. Um, Who else deserves an Emmy? Ashley Darby. The fact that Karen told her all this tea. Karen was like, listen, um, Juan has a girlfriend. They're seen together. 
everyone knows holding hands she looks like me and <laughs> ashley being like is she old like karen like is she blonde like karen? like <laughs> i'm not really understanding what it is then going to mia to when or to candace and wendy and being like listen karen just told me something about somebody in the group and having them list off she's like but i can't tell you who so they just started to list off every cast member until she was like yeah that one it's robin it was robin y'all got it right like Ashley, once again, being messy. But at this point, none of these ladies should be giving Ashley any information that they don't want carried back because you know, like Karen is smart. Come on. You're sitting there telling Ashley all this. You obviously want Ashley to take it back to the group. I mean, it's honestly useful. It's like, hey, you're my little pack mule. Um, I don't I think that that group, so you should. I 100% think that that's what she did. Like, I wrote that in my notes. I'm like, I think that's exactly what Karen did. She knew that they needed mess. She wanted to get back at fucking Robin for the shit that happened with, um, Sharice. And she's like, listen, I'm going to tell Ashley this. And Ashley, she's like, Ashley, please wait till we get back home. Just wait till we get back home in Potomac. No, and goddamn well, Ashley was not going to do nothing. Yeah, of the that's sort. code for don't wait till we get back home. That's exactly That's code what for she go tell Robin meant. right now. And then we got the phone was, call with Juan, which was like, he went a little too defensive, if you ask me. I don't know. I <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe that would just be how I would react if I felt like my wife was getting sucked into reality TV bullshit. Like, he hates the show. You know, but he should he hates love the show. He should love the show because it's paying for the house out there. And, um, but have you seen the recent oh. tea, <laughs> the recent tea of the DMs leaked? And he, so allegedly he's been DMing women on a Finsta account and all of those DMs have leaked. And it's from people in Maryland that have concrete proof that Juan is DMing them. One girl said she dated Juan for seven months during COVID and he broke it off with her. But then she also found out he had another girlfriend. None of these people are Robin, mind you. The girl he was dating, the other girlfriend, not Robin. Neither of those people. They didn't even know he had a wife. Um, and was he it last season when Robin couldn't get out of bed and it was because of COVID and everything? Like she was just like she was just depressed and, and you know Juan who was, was getting out of bed? Set. Juan and getting and getting in other people's beds. And uh, Juan Dixon. There you go. Juan Dixon, somebody else. Um, anyways, <laughs> so I not okay. Rob. I like famously hate Robin, but <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got mad and it was funny because Robin, like, that's the thing. Robin is Giselle's sidekick, but I love that when she stands on her own two feet and goes after Karen, because it's like she and K- Karen have kind of their own beef separate from her and Giselle's beef. Um, and just like, she was like, you know what? If you're going to go there, I can go there too. And she starts showing everybody blue eyes. I don't care. I do not care. I don't if care. Karen is cheating on Ray. Uh, they could be open and he could know. Um, good for her. If she's got a blue eyes man, good for her. That's mother. That's Period. listen, that Twitter thing that's going around of Candy where she's like, I don't y'all can tweet till you blue in the face. That's my mama. That's, that's my, my mama. mama. That's me about Karen Huger, okay? You can talk about blue eyes till you're blue eyed in the face. That's my mama. I don't care. Yeah, we we really don't give a fuck. We ride at dawn for Karen Huger. But I, what I will say is uh famously also hate Robin. Robin ate her the fuck up. <laughs> she ate her oh, up yeah, at that no. table. Okay, let's be clear on something. What I love so much about Potomac, anybody can get it. Anybody, like, at any time. Even anytime. And like your favorite can get it too. And usually when they get it, it's deserved. So I mean, like I love Karen, but I can't defend it. She probably is cheating on Ray with Blue Oh, she was I mean, caught. Literally, she was fully caught. Yeah, I mean, it's just like anyone can get it. I mean, that entire table, Candace... 
<laughs> just sitting there chilling in the bob. Okay, <laughs> and I just want fierce as fa- fuck. Fabulous. I want to say that Candace spent this whole vacation unbothered and bobbed out. She was the bob was swinging. She was pulling <laughs> unbothered looks. And bob. Unbothered and bobbed out. Like the way that she fully was just out of the mess. They tried to have a little mess with her and Ashley, and she was like, you know what? No, Ashley, let me give you some good advice, and I'm just gonna move forward and I'm gonna shake this little motherfucking bob and I'm gonna be like, What's your name? B O B E? Um the looks take on you, Bob. Those one the fucking Loewe glasses that she had on with the Gucci bucket hat. I was like, This bitch is just eating everybody up and she taking shots. Full course meal. Full course when she stole that bottle, I was screaming. (laughs) And they were she's like, Hurry up before they come back. (laughs) <laughs> that was something I was like, is she going to get dragged on Twitter for that one? Because it's just like, you don't need that and you, you can afford to pay for it. But maybe I'm just like, you know, I, I've been so conditioned by the cancel brigade, but it was funny. Oh, sure. it was fun. Also, when she was talking about him taking the girl out of Maryland, she was like, take a hoe out in Spain. Take a take a walk in Spain. Don't take the hoe out of Maryland. Yeah. Where we can all see her. Like, please be for real. Uh, Robin was very scared when they were shopping in Mexico that her card was going to get declined. And it wasn't because she was pregnant. <laughs> It wasn't because she was traveling internationally, baby. It was not. It was because you don't have the funds. How much ever that hat costs, whatever you tried to buy, you don't have that in your bank account. <laughs> she Can was petrified. It <laughs> petrified. Can you imagine if like I think just just all would have came over the bed. <laughs> it would have just said declined. <laughs> like, um, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're, the car didn't process. That happens to me so often at work just because, like, we're big on fraud at my company. So, like, if anyone tries to make a purchase over any amount of money, it's done mm-hmm. it to me for, like, literally $14 before. I tried to buy, I think it was, like, a coffee and something at work for 14 declined my card and sent me an alert. Is this you? Yeah, bitch, you guys pay me. Of course I'm, but it's me. So I have to tell this people, like a similar, oh, your card couldn't process. Th- this isn't my card getting declined, but you know that um, app a firm where you can like pay for things in installments it's oh like, yeah i love a firm have you ever seen that <laughs> in a checkout it's like okay <laughs> I bought a lot of I'm designer things at, with a firm i'm lifetime banned from a firm I don't know if I'm <laughs> <to do this. laughs> okay listen listen so my legal first name is william but i've always been called by my middle name reed uh since the day i was born that's take it up with my parents. So not me, um, not me inviting you to join my business, my podcast, my media empire. And I don't even know your legal first name. How are we going to do taxes? <laughs> well, when I was in uh, college, I got a, like a, we called him a Paula. It stood for possession of alcohol under the legal age. And you can get in really big trouble with like your fraternity and stuff. Like, I don't even want to go there. I was in Greek life. Um, but of course you're uh, in a fraternity. In, we talked about this, I think. In the newspaper, in the student paper that I worked for, that I tried to get them to take it out, and they were like, "That's unethical. We we have to report it." I was like, I was like trying to like stop the news. I was trying. I was like, that was really corrupt of me. Um, I didn't want to like get kicked out or whatever, and it was reported William Chandler received Apollo. Um, because like the newspaper just reported everyone that got one, which is honestly yeah, that's cool bizarre. Thing. That's okay, Gossip yeah. Girl XOXO. Okay, yeah, I know, right? Like journalism. Um, <laughs> but literally, like no one noticed that it was me. Like I didn't get in trouble because no one knew that it was Reed that got the Paula. It was William that got the Paula. So I kind of can like if if I were to ever get in trouble, I feel like I would just be like if someone was like, "What's your name?" I'd be like William or Bill. So I'm not technically lying. Um, but anyway, I'm saying all this to say, I tried to check out with a firm once and like, I forget that my first name's William. So you have to like fill out information and they do a background check and I, yeah, I you have to do like ta- a whole like form. <laughs> I typed in Reed Chandler and it's apparently it set off like their fraud red flag system internally because 
people try to pretend to be people all the time. So like my IP address was flagged as potential fraud. They thought I was trying to steal William Chandler, my own identity. And so they basically like, you've been locked out. You'll never, the message was like, you are permanently banned from a firm. And I like, you can appeal it. And I, I really needed to use this at the time for some. What were you trying to buy? What were you trying to buy? Oh, it was my, uh, it was, uh, Elvis's boyfriend, Mike's Peloton, which is sitting right behind me as I record. Um, he had mo, he had a bit of it paid off, but he sold it to me. And he was like, the easiest way for you to do this would just be to, um, go in and like, like get your own account and I'll just transfer the, the debt to you and you can, you can use a firm. And, and so I tried to log in through a firm to do this. And anyway, I had to appeal it. They denied my appeal. They were like, this is a permanent lifetime ban. We take fraud very seriously. So I had to like pay Mike back another way because I could not get into the app to like take that Peloton payment from him. It's so uh, funny and embarrassing. But anyway, that's my that's my Robin Dixon. You know who else uses a firm? Robin Dixon. Robin's using a firm. She's using... (laughs) She's using Afterpay. She's using Klarna, ZipPay, Quapay, <laughs> Layaway, Layaway. Any, um, Robin cannot your little, pay for anything. Your, your in little full. self, your little self checkout stealing trick. She's not a, scanning. She's putting six apples down, but she's only <laughs> typing in one. <laughs> now, no, bitch, why the fuck am I in it? <laughs> now you leave me and Target out of this, okay? <laughs> I will pay for what I pay for at Target, and they will fucking like it, okay? They get enough of my goddamn money. Um, I want to talk about Jacqueline and Mia. I was those about to two. Say, we can't. We, we cannot, yeah, we, we, we can't get past those two. It. They, I mean, Mia is just such a piece of shit. She was even on Watch What Happens Live continuously dragging Jacqueline. Jacqueline's at the reunion today looking stunning. Reunion looks dropped, everybody. The theme is royal blue. The women are, they're, they're taking it. They're absolutely they're taking it. They're honestly taking it. I mean, literally. Except for I, Giselle, but it's just, we won't even go there. Laughable. Um, everyone else know, looks so good. To Giselle's credit, she blends in with the larger crowd. Like if you're not looking too closely at, on the whole, they look amazing. It's only they do, when you as really a, zoom in on Giselle that you're like, ew, what's but, going I on? Mean, what's, um, and honestly, in also Giselle's defense, it's not her worst look by far. The hair and makeup is absolutely God fucking awful. She has this big buffant haircut. That's like Teresa Giudice's wedding look. It's just horrible. The, the outfit's not that bad. It's not good. It's just not bad. Did you say Teresa Giudice? I thought it was Judice. It's Judice Judice. It, there's a whole thing about it. You'll see as okay, you move forward. I'll get there. With, as I'll you move there. forward okay. with the show, I like Judice. Um, some people say Judice. Judice. Some people say Judice. The Judice. Yeah. Judice. Some people say, yeah. Some people say that. Some people say this. Some people say 10 to life, whatever the prison system called them. Anyways, um, the Jacqueline and Mia, they ain't never going to be friends again. I think no, I, there, and, there's more there. And I don't think Jacqueline should want to be friends with me again. Honestly, what really annoys me about Jacqueline was how she's sitting there at the table acting like she's unbothered. And then she's like, we are grown women. We're not talking about it with the rest of you. We're going to talk about it in private and handle it. And Mia's just sitting there rolling her eyes. It's like, Mia doesn't want to talk to you. Why are you bending over backwards trying to like retain this friendship? You just said in an episode ago, you were done with her. Like, just stick to your original stance like you're done with it. or like, stand bro. up for yourself like fucking yeah, sit at the table re- this is this is a moment where i like giselle because this is the message Giselle that we need when she was like this fight was done with karen and robin they've already cussed each other out blue eyes had been shown it was this that and the third and then she came up with the so you two you guys good 
And that's like the moment when you need a, a messy housewife like that, which I think Ashley could have easily done too, but it didn't. Also, what was so embarrassing for Jacqueline was the fact that she walked away from that table and not a single soul followed her until they were done with dinner. <laughs> they didn't go see her at the bar until they were done. Yeah, they didn't really care. Um, She was giving kind of crazy, like, stalker friend vibes in there. Like, I wanted to be on Jacqueline's side so bad. And I'm like, girl, you're making yourself look so desperate and stupid right now for mia for mia of all people literally or like mia like literally like we've said it a thousand times head makes a rattle sound when you shake her around like why are you focusing so much effort <laughs> on this mia did bit? have a sweet moment with wendy though at the table which sweet. it was <laughs> go, I thought no, it... go ahead Go ahead. I thought it okay. It was nice how she was like trying to make up, like make up with her, but then she was like, because was of your, trying? because yeah. of your insecurities. It's like, okay, bitch, don't fucking come with that and then say because of your what insecurities. I'm saying. It wasn't sweet, like, it's, but that it's was also class- Giselle. That was Giselle in her. That it's was bubble classic, guts. Yeah, it was the classic, um, like the housewives. Like, I'm sorry if you were hurt. When right. you really should just say, I'm sorry you were hurt. Um, yeah, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry you felt that way. Not, I'm sorry yeah. I made you feel that way. Yeah, just take more ownership. It's like no housewife can ever do that. Like Mia being like, you have a beautiful family, beautiful children, you're gorgeous, you're successful, blah, 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 blah. And I just don't want our friendship to take to suffer because of your insecurities. Like that was the <laughs> most psycho, like, like, like narcissistic gaslighting type of thing. And then I love how Wendy's just like, what insecurities? What insecurities? <laughs> and then she goes to her room later and she's like, so where do we sit? There's like nowhere to sit. She's like, we can sit on the bed. It's like all squishy. And she's like, Ugh. and then like, we obviously can unpack it, that conversation if you want. But I just was dying when she's like, you're cute. Wendy to Mia is like, you're cute. I'm gorgeous. <laughs> just like completely like, she got Mia back in that moment. With oh, she threw it right back at her. And Mia which, didn't see it. Like, the clip, she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. doesn't even notice. No, in her confessional, she's like, me and Wendy had a beautiful moment. We really made up. And when she's like, yeah, she literally just dragged you. But we also get a little bit of end of the episode. The girls are drinking. They're boozing. We get a fast forward to what is going to play out, I think, later in the season. Allegedly, Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville part two with Mia and Wendy. They were alluding to them. Uh, oh, yeah. So they all started showing each other. They got so drunk in Mexico. They started showing each other their boxes. And apparently Mia went into Wendy's ear and said, I just want to eat you out. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember Wendy saying something like she whispered in my ear, I want to eat your box. Like, of course you do, bitch. Yeah, of course, of course it's you very, do. It's very remnant of Portia. I want to eat you till I come. And Portia being like, bitch, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's what I Except recently Mia wouldn't lie. Mia definitely wouldn't deny it, though. She'd be like, yeah, I said it. I said it. Like, I said, fine. Yeah, she's like, yeah, no, I did it. No I think homo. She wants to. I don't give a no, fuck. Not no homo. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I want to eat you up with no homo. <laughs> Oh um wow this episode was so good i'm so sick of giselle like i really can do without her i think like what are they gonna do are they they haven't changed this cast in a while well they added me last season yeah they i think the cast is fine i think that, that they can i think we move forward with this cast the same maybe we can keep Jacqueline as a friend i don't know if Charisse needs to stay around but maybe add another friend um i'd love monique back that's all i got but uh, listen i'm loving this season i think that we're ending it on a great note like i feel like we only have a few episodes left the reunion is coming it has been filmed and uh the girls look fucking incredible and with that being said let's move on to the real housewives of salt lake city reunion part one 
that Janet locked in my yeah. room. Yeah, she told Whitney me that you two were both. Yeah, she told me that you two were both ketamine or something, and that's why I said it. And it was maybe it's a bitchy thing to say, but I mean that's what I was told. It is a bitchy thing to say, Lisa. Yeah. It's well, not we all maybe. say a lot of bitchy things. Yes. I'm not the only one. No, so you're not. We can move on now. Salt Lake Part One. We have four wives. Andy, they coming on a Sprinter van, which. It was not the moment that I think they thought it was going to be. It was a little awkward. <laughs> it was a little, little bizarre. Um, Andy does explain that they did invite Jen Shaw to the reunion, but her legal team advised her not to come because she was being sentenced a few days after the taping, which doesn't make sense to me because, like, if she was being sentenced, they wouldn't see the taping, you know? Like, the court. Yeah, but you don't want to risk it because, like, what if they. What if she did say something or give some truth? Okay, well, if she did say something, how much is she getting paid for the reunion? At least $200,000. Don't you think she needs that for the $6.5 million in restitution she has to pay? Well, I, you know, I signed up to the DeirdreNshaw.com. I'm sure she's going to take all my money. I Wait, did you sign up for it, literally? Security. I'm just kidding. I, but okay. no, I did sign up. Okay, so no, guys, I signed up. I signed up. I did the, you? I want the truth. <laughs> Someone on this podcast has got to, so I okay, did. Uh, boots on the ground. Reed is reporting that Jen Shah, <laughs> he is signed <laughs> on to the website. If you guys don't know, Jen is making everyone do like an OnlyFans pay subscription website deal where she um, is basically spilling the truth. What is it called? It's called, so it's called DearJenShaw.com and she unveiled it just minutes before the top of the hour when the reunion started. So I mean, in the communications field, we call that news jacking. Like she like took, she hijacked the news. I honestly like that's very like mastermind of a mastermind. Uh, and we know she is the mastermind um, <laughs> behind the scanning. But well, who's she, not a uh, mastermind is you for giving that woman your credit card information. I was joking. There's no credit card info required. Oh, you know, was just no, that was just a joke. <laughs> you, all you have to do is put your email address and sign up. And then I got an email saying confirm could you imagine though if people did pay people did put into their credit card information up and it even says at the bottom of like underneath signing up here it says we respect your privacy like bitch you sold people's information to fraudsters like it's so funny but i'm really good at spotting scams my company makes us do a ton of phishing simulations and there's like a button in our like outlook where you like say i think this is a phishing scam and then they'll be like Congrats, you just passed uh, this quarter's fishing simulation. And if employees like fail enough of them, they can be like, they can get in trouble. I've never, in my five years at my company, I've never failed a single fishing simulation that my company has given me. I am, I got the eyes. Have you ever been catfished? Oh, fuck yeah. I actually. (laughs) Okay, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, but that's that's different because. um, Because you're thinking with your dick, not your mind. Your whole exactly like I was digmatized. So I, I feel like being digmatized is acceptable because at my company, they're not digmatizing me with these phishing. It's like, download this report for your Q1, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's not how we say it here. This is a scam. So anyway, I digress. Anyway, Jen Shaw did this whole thing right before the um, reunion. There's nothing really yet to come from it. But I just think this is very indicative of like, I think you might feel differently, Mo. I thought this was like a pretty slow thaw on Salt Lake City reunion. Like it just was kind of like I thought it was nah. it, ebbed, it ebbed and flowed for me. There was moments I thought when the four women were together, the main star of that moment was ketamine and talking. I did not think we were going to be talking about shrooms and ketamine. 
And um, that was funny as fuck. That was hilarious. So Lisa Barlow was like, I don't know. First of all, the fact that she thought that ketamine was a verb. She's like, Jen said you two were ketamine or something. Like, not on ketamine. She just said you two were ketamine or something. <laughs> Lisa Barlow does not give me someone who has ever tried a drug or would do a drug. Like, I think she's fine with her little tequila glasses. She doesn't get too out of control. And she's like, I'm going to go home yeah, and face down my kids. Uh, Meredith and Heather, though, they're ketamine. And Whitney, she's whatever's going to take you up. <laughs> like No, I mean, and I'm not surprised. Uh, Meredith Marks and her husband, like, last being summer, K-heads. I want to say. Yeah, like, last summer, I, do you remember, like, there were so many of my gay mutuals in New York posting photos of Meredith and uh, Seth yeah, they at, were like, gay clubs in New York. No, they were at Motel, which is, like, I've only been to twice, and one time I went with Just Fan, who I think you know as well, and we... The ketamine i will say ketamine <laughs> there was allegedly there was ketamine <laughs> and I like mean, a lot of it the horse stables are in full force over there and no, i was i was surprised. at that club literally sitting there and people would just come up to me like you want a k you want a puppet k you want a puppet k and at this point i was ex- like <laughs> so i was also ketamine so i get the narrative <laughs> marks ketamine? i i'm not i wouldn't be surprised so uh i just meredith marks annoys me like yeah, Lisa, that was a very bitchy thing to say. Like, okay, Meredith, you're trying to have a moment so bad, but you're just. I mean, Lisa had now. Lisa had the moments of the episode though, when she was like, "You believe me over this? I'm not going to jail." She's just funny. Like, she kept like, on with the, "I'm she, not going to jail." She, she was like Andy's like backup. Like it was so funny when okay, when Andy was grilling Heather on her black eye story. Like he could, Lisa Andy was there the whole just, time. <laughs> Andy couldn't even fit. Like, she was ten toes down. Like, <laughs> Andy couldn't even, like, finish a sentence. And she was, like, like she was, like, she was, like, repeating him, but, like, at a, like, a half beat after he would say it. So he'd be, like, <laughs> but the cameras. She's, like, yeah, there were cameras. Like, she just kept, like, <laughs> just, like, it was so funny. Like, Lisa Barlow was on a mission in that episode to get to the truth. No, she was. And she, I mean, the thing about Lisa is uh, there was a moment where Whitney was like, calm down, take a breath, like calm. Her words were like slurring a little. She, not because she was drunk or anything. She just couldn't get them out fully because she was so mad and there was so much energy going on in there. I mean, at one point she was like, can I have a water, water, water? I'm, I'm dying in here, a water. And it was like, Lisa, baby, like just calm. There's something about Lisa that makes reunions make her feral. And then there's something about Heather where reunions just catch her in a lie. So we're at the third one. The first reunion, she looked horrible. Second reunion looked horrible. The third one, we start off with the eye stuff, which Lisa said that there was an HR investigation. Andy confirmed it into the black eye because no one knew what happened. And Lisa's like, you endangered the people in per- production. Everybody that, around, that was working on the show, camera crew, anybody around you endangered their jobs because it was a liability that what happened to your eye. No that one knew. That whole thing pissed me off so much. I thought we were going to get some big revelation i thought we were gonna so get, too. Like, resolution i thought she was gonna say like jen punched me and i just didn't want to say it i thought she was gonna be like it was my botox you know i, I do you I feel like she kind of did on. though when she was like if jen shot did hit me i would lie for her because she's going to jail like it felt like she kind of but did then, admit to it so it's this like is why are so you so stupid it's like so fucking stupid i fucking say hate it. it and i'm just really annoyed with how allegedly it's just heather gay was blacked out we kind of already knew that and she's like just now sharing that information or something and then everyone's like why wouldn't you just acknowledge that you're blacked out and that you don't remember and she's like but then meredith debunked her oh yeah because my it's because of my mormon i am tired of your mormon guilt i'm tired of your mormon shame that is all this woman 
talks about on this show is Mormon, 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 Mormon. I'm sick of it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel guilty. How do you think I, a gay man from the South with conservative family members, how do you think I feel? Like, we all deal with shame in our own fucking ways. Like, other, please. I'm dating a Which gay maybe Mormon, I should... a gay ex-Mormon, and he doesn't oh. have enough fucking guilt. Uh, like, doesn't ever bring it up. Like, please, please, Heather, be fucking for real. You were like, you're a white blonde woman that was a Mormon. How much guilt do you have? Um, it felt like I can't she was with falling her. Apart. It felt like she was like crumbling. Not in the front oh. Of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like Andy, like <laughs> Andy, like just was. I, I, without saying it out loud, it felt like he was saying to her you really fucked up here. And she was essentially like waffling her on her words. Couldn't really like tears. It was just like, it almost felt like the nail in the coffin for her. I felt like, like maybe we won't see her back next season. I think it's like the world is truly over her. And it's like, if they're listening to Bravo fans, like about the Rena stuff, about Tamra, about like the everything, like, why don't we listen? And we're done with her. I think we can move forward with, lisa um whitney and meredith and have a cast there and just add four new women listen i think angie h is the only friend of that came on that stage didn't feel nervous at all spoke when she needed to speak added her two cents went at it with lisa barlow stood back when she needed to sit back she's the only one that felt comfortable on camera and she looked fucking amazing also whitney just served ate the girls up and the look sitting down the titties were out the hair was blonde the t- the tan was tanning but Angie H feels the most authentic to me uh, that can move forward on this show. Angie K was fl- like flubbering over her words. Couldn't really speak. Dana, please go back to wherever. Dana, 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 Tolua, think, where, um, where is she from? Tolua, Tolua. That's the go thing. Back, like, go back there, baby. Go Dana back to that farm. Doesn't, Dana just doesn't have that housewife factor. Like she's trying, but it just feels like she's reading lines off a script. Like, She's got these great one-liners that she's so excited to like give. And then when she starts getting on a roll, it just doesn't. They never something land about the delivery. It just, just something about the delivery. It's just not quite right. I was happy. First of all, she looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, Anna. And I thought so. Oh, baby. Yeah. No, I absolutely not. It was horrible. I loved it. She was dressed like for Lunar New Year. Yeah, but it was, I mean, I love, love the, all that, but it was just, it was reading as like, not the event for that. It's like if she took I, the cape, I she think the she cape off and she just had that dress under and maybe the thing in her hair was like the representation, but you had the entire cape. You looked you looked a clown next to everybody else who was just in a gown. I didn't think so. I feel like she probably knew like this would air as Lunar New Year started and like she I don't was wearing think she's, traditional clothing. I, it looked really pretty on her, I thought. I don't think um, she knew when it was coming out. I think that she just looked a mess. I don't know if all that was clicking. Um, I thought like looks wise, I mean, I really enjoyed Heather's dress and like whole look. I think she's done a little too much Botox to the chin. We're not here to talk about women's looks. Anyways, I thought Heather looked great. Whitney, well, we kind of are. Are we but, though? Yeah. Are we? We are. I mean, um, I thought Whitney looked incredible. I really, Lisa Barlow, like I love you. And I think that you are probably to me, top five best dress housewives. I think her aesthetic is so streetwear and cool. And I think she's on like, on the shows, like on the cusp of fashion. She's exactly what I'm selling at my job. Like it's what I want to style women and like these cool looks at reunions. She just never does it for me. And this reunion, I know it was like vintage Gucci, the dress or something, but like it just wasn't giving. It was giving like a lace nighty with really high heels. And Meredith, I loved the velour of it all. I just think that the neckline was felt a little suffocating. 
It was like, please, yeah. like why, why a turtleneck? But, yeah. yeah. And Angie, Angie tore to me. Angie looked really fucking good. I love, I've tried to, that dress is a $10,000 dress and I've tried to sell it to so many people at work. Cause that is great commission from as a thousand dollars in commission. I've been trying, I put it anytime someone's like, I need a gown. I put it in the room. Well, you know, next time you try to sell it, Mo, I would not lead with Angie. Unlike you, a lot of us just don't like her. So I wish I just wouldn't lead with that. But do you agree with me when you think that she was out of the three friend dubs, the yeah. most comfortable on camera? Yeah, because in the past I have really liked Angie K, but I did I do agree with you. I feel like she was just trying a little too hard with the Meredith fight she tried to pick. Um, and it was uh, Meredith ate her Meredith, up when Meredith was like, "Yeah, Meredith ate her up, made her right <laughs> up." She said, "You've been trying for three years to get on this show. Shut up, go, <laughs> like, please." Go she home. said, "I'm from Salt Lake City, baby." And Meredith said, "You are, <laughs> like, and, you've been, <laughs> and you've been trying, and it hasn't succeeded." I'm okay with not seeing Angie K. I think we can. I like I've said, I want to see Angie H more. For I think that she was the most comfortable. I know a lot of people don't like her, but I still think that there's more to see there. Um, but also Meredith debunking Heather's black eye, like drunk of it all because meredith was like we were fighting at that dinner for hours the servers weren't able to come in everyone had one drink there we went to that gay bar for 20 minutes so i don't understand when anybody blacked out and it's like your closest ally on the couch is literally saying that you didn't there was no chance for you to black out well there was she was alluding to a drugging uh, sort of situation like the dungeon no, I mean, hold on. After everything happened that night, there was footage of a bunch of the girls coming to Heather's room like at four in the morning and like they were all like playing like they're all like you could tell they were drunk and they're like, woohoo, and they were all in the bed and they were having a good time. And then everyone went back to bed and Heather locked the door and that's when it was like dun dun. Um, so like how do we know that they didn't drink more? Like they don't have alcohol. Yeah, but Heather said yeah, but Heather said, remember she was like, I vaguely remember the pool when we were out at the pool, and it seemed like they went right to the pool after they left the club. So it's like, did you and when did you black out? If you vaguely remember the pool, you guys went right there from the club, which Meredith said you were at for twenty minutes and no one really got wasted at. So it's like when did you allegedly unless you were uh, unless you were in a K-hole? that that yeah, could be th- I've, hmm. uh, there's sometimes you're in a k-hole you don't remember nothing believe me you yeah yeah we, <laughs> we've all been there can concur he- heather's been there heather's sure. been there i'm sure and i mean if that was a thing or if yeah i mean or if you were like had anxiety that day and took a xanax and had you have four drinks with the xanax you're not remembering shit i'll tell you that much um but like she was saying, I don't know. It just, it was fucking weird to me. I honestly don't even care to talk about it. It was fucking weird. And I feel like nobody even cares about the goddamn black eye either. Like we're beating a dead horse that nobody wants. We're to beating beat. a dead horse. We're beating a dead Heather Gay. And the thing about it is I feel like this did not need to be a three-part reunion. I was more okay with it when we thought we were getting that Jen Shaw sit down with Andy that we're no longer getting. And so I'm like, what the fuck? are you guys going to talk about for 90 more minutes, 45 minutes next Wednesday night and 45 the following. And the fact they already got to to the friends, they already got to the black eye. Like the only real thing left is Jen Shaw. And I know Andy was like, we're going to put a pin in this and come back to it later. So I'm sure we're getting more. But there's also like the Whitney versus Heather is the only thing I can think of, but how much can we go into that? about? I don't want to deal with that. Watch them dangle like that the, at the very end because they're oh, like, that's tune in for like Ultimate Girls Trip. 
literally that's gonna be part three um andy probably andy's gonna i mean he's gonna mention it like you guys did go on a trip together yada 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 etc and now we have the trailer for real housewives ultimate girls trip season three only on peacock um that would be so good because then they could do it again they could honestly you know what they should do they should do like different teasers at the end of the salt lake reunion at the end of the potomac reunion and at the end of the miami reunion because all three of those shows have women on ultimate girls from the cast Listen, hire us in marketing right here. We've said it first. I mean, that's all. You have anything else on Salt Lake? Because I don't think they even have anything else. I no. I mean, again, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week and the week after because, like, what what are they going to cover? I don't know. But here we are. Here we are. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Reed, welcome to the fucking team, buddy. I am so happy to be here. I'll be back next week and the week after that and the week after that. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be so much fun. Guys, stay tuned. We have a little message from Zach at the end of the episode. You guys know where to find us about underscore Bravo, TikTok, Twitter, IG. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Hello, everyone. It is Zach. I have missed jumping on the podcast and giving all of my Bravo hot takes. I have been getting my life together, going through a complete change in careers um, that I'm really excited about. And I'm about to embark on that new journey um, that is going to just help me a lot. So I'm very excited for that. Thank you guys all for the support and your messages. And Reed, I want to give a special shout out to you for helping while I have been gone on the podcast. And Without further ado, I am so excited that Reed has turned his friend of spot into a full-time peach holder, diamond holder, apple holder, much deserved. Welcome to the It's About Bravo team. I am so, so excited to have you along with this journey with me and Mo and just be able to kiki, talk shit, gossip, give our opinions on all things Bravo and Housewives. And I could not be more excited for the journey that we are about to take so guys thank you so much for listening and sending reed all the positive messages i know you guys have been loving his takes so it just brings a little bit more flavor to the group it's our round table it's super fun so i will be back on the podcast fairly soon for a brief short time and then i have to go again for a career opportunity that will take me a couple of weeks, but then I'll be back full swing and you will be hearing all of my opinions on everything. And I cannot wait to be back on the mic. Thanks guys. Mm-hmm.